You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. I'm Faraz. Zach is here with us as well. This is going to be a fun one. We all like to predict how these players are going to do. Sometimes it's worth taking a look at what sports books are predicting for players' player performances before you try to evaluate a player. You want to get you know a little bit of insight to see like, all right, what are these sports books thinking? Because a lot a lot of times. Uh, they're right more than they're wrong. Uh, but we're not checking out a sports book today. We're checking out Underdog Fantasy to see what their NFL season predictions are. Uh, they let you go higher or lower on specific stat lines that they offer. Uh, and we're going to be doing that today. And we're going to give you the reasons that we think certain players will hit those benchmarks or not. A lot of the players we're high on uh, or not high on will likely be revealed you know, in, you know, through this po- through this process. Uh, in this episode. So, for example, right, um, they have Jalen Hurts at higher or lower than 23 and a half passing touchdowns, right? Uh, 11 and a half rushing touchdowns, 725 rushing yards. Um, and if you feel kind of strong about one of those stat lines, maybe the passing yards going higher or lower, you can throw that into an entry on underdog and then you can stack that pick with a few other player stat lines and then you can win some money. Okay, so we're going to go through every position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and then tight end. We're going to grab a few that we like from each of those. uh, And then at the end, we're going to create a five-pick entry that could potentially win us 20 times what we want to wager. So if I throw in five bucks, uh, I get all of them right. I get 100 bucks from that $5. At the end of this, I'm going to put in a uh, $100 entry. You know, so if I get all five right, I'm going to end up uh, with two thousand dollars. That, that's that's how I'm rolling today. Okay, yeah, sweet. Um, I got a couple of quarterbacks here, Zach, but I want to hear your quarterback first. Let, let, let's let's kick it off with you. All right, should I kick it off with the higher pick or the lower pick? I have one of each. Go with the let's let's start with the lower man. Let's start with all the right. lower. Who who, who, and, who are you lower on? This one might surprise some people, just because we're all projecting a huge season from him. But I have Lamar Jackson under lower. Then six and a half rushing touchdowns a season. He's run the ball more than 100 times in a season, three times in his career. And those are the first three seasons that he was in the league. In those years, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2020, he rushed for five touchdowns, seven touchdowns, and seven touchdowns. So he is just barely breaking that six and a half or not breaking it. He had five touchdowns his rookie year. Obviously, he played less games. In 2021 and 2022, he rushed the ball 83 and 86 times, respectively, for two and three rushing touchdowns in each of those seasons. That was in Greg Roman's trench warfare offensive scheme where it's just running the ball was the first, second, third option. And now the Ravens brought in Todd Monken, 
And Lamar has come out and he said that there can be much larger emphasis in the passing game this year as well. So the Ravens went out. They actually put their money where their mouth is, getting Lamar actual weapons for the first time in his career. J.K. Dobbins is going to be healthy, running the ball plenty too. Let's not get it twisted. He can definitely run for seven touchdowns, but I don't think he's going to have to this season. That's a high number for any quarterback, six and a half. That means he's going to have he has to have seven touchdowns to make this pick work, to go over. And even the former MVP might have trouble with that, with a shift in offensive philosophy looming and more weapons to make the prospect of throwing the ball much more attractive than it's been throughout his career. I'm willing to bet that rushing touchdown number stays low, and it stays as low as it's been the past two seasons. It's also worth mentioning that Lamar missed five games in each of the past two seasons, so that could be contributing to him you know, having those lower numbers. But with the offense now gearing towards more of a passing attack, not necessarily going to be leaning heavily in favor that way, but more balanced, I think that we could see Lamar Jackson actually have more success through the air than on the ground this season. I like that pick. I like the pick a lot, actually. Trevor Lawrence is who I'm going with here higher than 26 and a half passing touchdowns. I, I think many of us, including myself, are expecting Lawrence to, you know, take that jump, you know, to to where he shows everyone why he was not only the number one pick a couple of years ago, but why he was one of the best quarterback prospects coming out in, in a while, right? Um, now, last year, in the first eight games, he threw 1.3 touchdowns per game, uh, 10 to 6 touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, in the second half of the year, he looked a little different, looked a little better. So that's the last nine games of the season. 15 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, he also averaged 22 more yards passing per game. Uh, he, he just looked like a different player down the stretch, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Hit this past touchdown, this passing touchdown line is set at 26 and a half touchdowns. He threw for 25 touchdowns last year without Calvin Ridley. Okay, so you add Calvin Ridley in there. He's in the second year of Doug Peterson's system. He still has Christian Kirk. He still has Zay Jones. He still has Evan Ingram, who he, you know, formed a late season connection with. So he has a supporting cast, and he himself can take a step forward into that elite quarterback category this year, right? So I'm going over on Trevor Lawrence, 26 and a half passing touchdowns. Who's your yeah. next quarterback? I like that pick. And you mentioned Trevor Lawrence's 15 to 2 touchdown interception ratio down the stretch last season. Here's another quarterback that had a fantastic stretch to end 2022, 14 to 0 touchdown interception ratio. His name's Jared Goff, and his pick right now is over 4,000 passing yards, 4,000.5. So he has to go pretty much over 4,000 passing yards. Goff attempted the six most passes in the NFL, 587, last season, and threw for over 4,000 yards with Khalif Raymond as a receiver with the next most receiving yards behind Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, come on. <laughs> this one feels like free money right here. The Lions replaced DeAndre Swift, a receiving running back that they weren't really keen on using, with Jameer Gibbs, who's arguably the premier pass catching back in the 2023 class, and they took Gibbs in the first round. So I'd call that, if you ask me, compared to the way they were using DeAndre Swift last season, I'd say Jameer Gibbs is an upgrade in the receiving game, and he's going to give Jared Goff plenty of numbers, you know, just after the catch, inflating his stats by doing what he does best after the catch. Jameer Gibbs, he ranked in the, inside the top five in all three years of his college career in yards per route run, including two straight years of over three yards per route run at Georgia Tech before he went to Alabama. He had one point, I believe it was 1.8, and that was inside the top five for qualifying running backs. But you don't think Jared Goff is going to enjoy that, having that in the receiving game? 
Not to mention that Sam Laporta was also drafted in the second round. He'll be an upgrade over the leftovers that existed once TJ Hawkinson was out um, and he went to the Vikings. The Lions took an obvious step forward in the second half of the season. That led to them finishing with the fifth highest scoring offense in 2022. So the supporting cast is better. Golf did more with less last year. He now can do more with more. And that means 4,000 yards will just be a mile marker on the way to him smashing this pick. So I'm nailing the higher pick, Jared Goff, over 4,000.5 passing yards. Yeah, I mean, listen, like Jamison Williams, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, these are weapons that he did not have last year, straight yeah. up. Right? On top so, of Amon Ross St. Brown. Exactly, exactly. So, like, he's just, you know, he's going to smash that. And he went over that last year anyway, right? So, even without yeah. these guys. All right, here's another one I got. Bryce Young's line is set at 22 and a half passing touchdowns and underdog. I got to go with the under here. Since the year 2000, only six rookie quarterbacks have thrown for more than 22 passing touchdowns. Only four first-round quarterbacks since then have thrown for more than 22 passing touchdowns since the year 2000. All right, so there have been 63 first-round quarterbacks drafted since 2000. So that makes that 6% of first-round quarterbacks hitting this number, okay? Uh, Only two of the 15 first overall picks since 2000 have thrown more than 22 touchdowns their rookie year since 2000. Can you guess who those two are? First overall picks? I'm I'm not going to make myself look stupid here. I'm just going to let you say it because I I don't know. (laughs) Andrew Luck was one of them. Okay. And the second one, starting this year, we're not too excited to have him throw to these two baller receivers. But he had a promising rookie year. He was drafted number one overall. But some would label him a bust, even though he's a starter for this year. Throwing to two baller wide receivers, Baker Mayfield. Right? Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. That's right. Uh, but anyway, that was a little, little, little fun side note there. Now, yeah, you know, Bryce Young just Bryce Young also doesn't have the weapons to elevate him, right? He's going to have to be the one to elevate his weapons. So that's not really what you want to hear. You, you could use the same logic for CJ Stroud this year, but his stat line is set at twenty passing touchdowns, right? A little bit lower, a few couple touchdowns lower. So not as intriguing of a choice between these two. If I had to pick a lower on one of them. Um, but still only 11% of first round quarterbacks have done that 20, you know, go over 20 passing touchdowns uh, and only 10% of top two picks have done it since the year 2000. Okay. So yeah. the chances that I like Bryce Young. Okay. Uh, is he a slam dunk prospect? No. Do I think he's going to do well in the NFL? Yes. But the odds are stacked against him. And I just don't think he's going to go over this 22 passing yeah. touchdown mark this year. Those are long odds that you just laid out. You know, you talk about that percentage, the chance. It seems like the chance is much higher that he's going to throw for less than 22 because that's the number, you you know, you threw that out there. And like you said, you mentioned the weapons. He's going to have to elevate his weapons. I'm fully in agreement. It's not a fantasy conducive offense that he's going to. It's like they just took whatever they could get off of the free agent market with what was left after they traded the the farm away, you know, to actually get Bryce Young, to get him. Um, and they just used whatever was left to get him just people to throw to. And I don't want to crap all over Adam Thielen and like Hayden Hurst, those guys, but they're just not my cup of tea. And you're right. I, I don't think that 
that touchdown number is going to be, you know, sky high this season. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, uh, I don't want to give a whole big explanation here, but I have a bonus quarterback here, and, and you might also. Uh, yeah. Geno Smith, over 3,800 yards uh, passing. He went way over that last year, um, and he did that without Jack, you know, JSN, right? there. He did it with Lockett yeah. and Metcalf, and now he's going to have all three. And I would imagine that he does something similar or maybe a little bit worse or maybe better. But 3,800 passing yards, I'm taking that over there. Did you have any bonus right. ones for me? I do have a bonus one. And this one might be like a real sleeper pick here, but I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half passing touchdowns. I was looking at that one. Because I was looking at that that's one. That's just the offense that he's on. You know, you have Drake London to throw to, Kyle Pitts to throw to, even Bijan Robinson to throw to. You know, like these guys that can all get it done in the receiving game. And one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. I mean, he's pretty much a rookie, but Desmond Ritter, you'd have to really, really be bad to not hit 15 passing touchdowns on this offense. That That's Agreed. just the way I look at it. Like, I, I don't I think Desmond Ritter is that bad. I don't think he's that bad. And we've talked about the Falcons as a sleeper on this podcast a couple of times. That one feels pretty easy. It's just there's a little risk to it, it feels like, because there's just such little experience that Desmond Ritter has yet. But I, I kind of love that one. You know, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Now, before I get to the running backs, guys, if you want to throw some entries in, if you're not an underdog already, if you do sign up at underdogfantasy.com, make sure to use the code UPPERHAND, all one word. You'll get your first deposit doubled up to $100. So that's an extra $100 for a bunch of picks that you want to make for best ball drafts, all that. And it's just a $10 minimum to deposit, and you can start playing right away. So I'll have the link in the description of the podcast episode as well. Uh, but just want to let you guys know where you can get in on the action, right? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Moving on to running backs, David Montgomery, six and a half rushing touchdowns. I'm smashing the higher on this one. Who who is the Lions goal line back? It ain't Jameer Gibbs. They don't have a quarterback who's taken away rushing touchdowns in Detroit. It's David Montgomery. Jamal Williams had 33 carries inside the five-yard line now now let's say that goes down to like 20 goal line carries for montgomery this year behind yeah. that offensive line he ain't going in for more than six and a half rushing touchdowns like the dude is gonna have at least 10 and he's the he's goal not... line back for a great offense so smashing the over on this one right and he's not jamal williams where that's all you can really do with him you know, Dave Montgomery is plenty dynamic as a NFL football talent. You know, like he's he's pretty good running back. So I'm not expecting them to just hammer him away at the goal line like they did with Jamal Williams. Maybe the ghost of Jamal Williams will be there when he's running those in. But I think he could do way more than that. You know, so I, I'm with you on that one. That's a sleeper pick. And the reality of the situation is both Dave Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs are going to be good fancy running backs. You know, they're going to have plenty of weeks where they finish inside the top 12. You know, I'm not thinking, I don't think Dave Montgomery has that top five finish in him like Jameer Gibbs does, but like on a weekly basis. But I think he has plenty of relevance to the point where he's going to be a solid fantasy contributor the full way throughout the season. 
100%, man. All right, who you got as your first running back? This one was easy, and I'm trying not to let my Cowboys fandom shine through here, but <laughs> Tony Pollard over 1,025.5 rushing yards. Now, mind you, Pollard ran for 1,000 yards last season, 1,007 to be exact, when Zeke carried the ball 231 times. Tony Pollard carried the ball 193 times. Pollard was, a, was fifth in the NFL in yards per attempt last year, second in yards after contact per attempt, and was the only running back under 200 carries to have over 30 rushes of 10-plus yards. So what does that tell you? He's one of the most explosive, one of the most efficient running backs in the NFL. Cool. He got injured in the playoffs last season. He has an entire offseason come back from it. He's not rushing back from it. He's going to come back healthy. He's going to be the same. He's not old. He's not like 28 or 29. He's going to be 26. So Zeke's out of the picture. Pollard's been hyper-efficient his entire career. Finally got the opportunity in 2022. He's primed for a goal line role. Like, what is there not to like here? Pollard should easily have 230 or more touches in the ground game. And that's a low number, you know, for any type of workhorse running back. You talk about workhorse running back, we're looking at like 275. He can get it done with 230, I think. And that's just about 40 more attempts than he had last season. I, like I said, I think that's low. Even if his efficiency takes a little dip, you know, that more consistent workload is going to result in a thousand yards regardless, because this guy is super talented. He has hardly any tread that's taken off. You know, he's plenty of tread left on the tires. He's been running behind Zeke his whole career. I think that him going for 1,025 is pretty much, you know, like it, it's already in stone. It's going to happen. Like if I could get that sports almanac right now from Back to the Future and look and see Tony Pollard's total rushing yards in 2023, it's definitely going to be over 1,025. I even like the over on his touchdown line. His touchdown line is set as seven and a half. The dude scored nine touchdowns last year without a goal line roll. Yeah. So now that he has the goal line roll, I would imagine that he at least hits what he hit last year or more. Over, right. seven and a half, over seven and a half, I'm smashing that one too. Right? All right. My next guy, Saquon Barkley's rushing line is set at 975 and a half rushing yards. Smashing the over. He's the Giants offense. He's the engine. Like, he's going to get fed. He played 16 games last year, and he didn't play 17 because the Giants rested their starters in week 18. He still had 1,300 rushing yards. So why is this set at 975? But for us uh, to hold out, he, he might hold out. Listen, man, Saquon ain't <laughs> holding out, man. Okay. Uh, 1,300 rushing yards. Like, dude, I understand, I understand running backs get hurt, especially high-volume running backs. But even if he misses a couple of games, I think he can still hit this mark and get his 1,000-yard rushing season. It doesn't take that much to get it, right? Like less than right. 60 yards per game and you know he hit a thousand yards in three of his last five seasons the other two where he didn't hit it one was his acl year the other one was a year after the acl so go figure right so right. this one man i'm i'm smashing the over on this one too this is one of my favorites to be honest yeah a, a thousand yards it used to be like an accomplishment it really felt like an accomplishment but it's weird because like they added one game and suddenly it's like it seems so easy to get that thousand yards Right. It's like 16 games, wow, 1,000 yards in a season? Holy crap. And in 17 games, it's like, eh, 1,000 yards should be 1,200. Like, what are we talking about? But either way, I, I just find that interesting. I don't mind that pick. I'm not huge on that pick. I don't know about the holdout. I don't think that's going to happen. But it's just enough to scare me away. There are better picks out there, including my next one, which is Bijan Robinson over 1,075 rush yards. This is one of the easiest picks to make for me. Like, maybe this is my Saquon pick that, you know, mirrors what yours is. 
But the Falcons are widely regarded as having one of the top run-blocking offensive lines in the NFL. And they just drafted the most dynamic running back talent since your guy, Saquon Barkley, at eighth overall. They just took him. The track record for first-round running backs drafted inside the top 25 picks since 2019 is fantastic. Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley all ran for over 1,100 yards in the rookie seasons. 2018 was Saquon Barkley. Sorry. But um, there's an argument to be made for Bijan as the best talent of all these guys that I just mentioned. And he's walking into arguably the best situation of any of them as well. When they join the league, you know, comparatively, I think this is probably the best situation that any running back of his talent has really walked into. Um, and where there are questions at quarterback, there are usually running backs with answers. And on a team with a great offensive line in the weak division with Desmond Ritter, Mr. Question Mark at quarterback, I'm slapping the Zach stamp of approval on Bijan going over 1,075 yards. There it is. Just did it. This one is as guaranteed as any pick on underdog right now, I think. I mean, this is generational running back talent, rookie year. If there's any position that produces as soon as they walk in the NFL, it's running backs. And Bijan Robinson has it. Situation, talent, book it. Over 1,075. Love it. Love it. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 